yo, yo, what's happening? It's a grown man niche podcast, man, with me. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake, wake up, up, wake, wake up, up, wake up. Bowtie fresh in the building. How y'all living? Hey, man. So let's continue, let's continue our conversation we had before we, before we really get started, man. So you were talking about Master P. I said Master P ain't made, a, ain't made good music since 1998. You said since 1999. Well, that was when the last yeah. Don dropped. Is that the last good No Limit, any type of music coming out of No Limit? Uh, I mean, I guess I would say, I guess I would say so. I mean, I, I, I didn't mind the last down. I thought it was cool. Um, he just thought it was that? Tupac too much. Just like, like the cadence is all Tupac on the last down. When was yeah. that, that, that Fiend album? Um, something like the, 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 the Streets, One on the Streets street, or something street like that. Street Life or something like that? Yeah, like that album was banging. But I don't know if it was a No Limit album or not. But that album was crazy. Yeah. Oh, like that was probably that's probably one of my favorites. Uh, you know, Southern rap albums, probably in my top ten, top fifteen. Cause I, I like that bad boy all the way through. But yeah, I, I probably will go with ninety nine for actually no limit. All right, Street Life was released July sixth, nineteen ninety nine. Oh well, so. no, ninety nine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, and I don't, you know. But anyway, man. So what was I listened to some to some, of, to some of the newer no, the newer low, no limit stuff. Negative. I know he had, he, he had the uh, he got a couple of cause they had like a new a newer no limit soul or not no but about it about it. He nope. had that song, yeah, with the yeah. No. Uh, there's a there's a few nope. of them out there that ain't the bad, nope. but it's not necessarily nope. him. It's like a compilation. Nope. You get you getting choked out like Carl Anthony Towns. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about cat later. Look, look at cat. Nope. You see me tap? Let me hey. go. <laughs> hey man. So look hey man. So we hey, but first hey, first of all, I wanna apologize. We couldn't do the show last week. Man, I had I had some work stuff I had to do. I had to travel down travel down for work, man. So I couldn't wasn't able to get back in time. Then we tried to do it and, and both sides was getting washed by his kids on, on game night in uh in bowling or something like that, man. So oh, you know, bad. I came back on their asses in that second game. I, man, I redeemed watch myself. That, watch that nigga <laughs> up, man. His oldest son kind of walked by me, bumped him. Fuck out of here, nigga. It's my house. Now. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn, three. Calm yourself. Wow. Nigga then got a couple sacks and lost his damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, so yeah, hey, man. Man. my boys, my boys are talking big shit too, man. Both of them, the, the ten year old. Oh, I heard, I heard, nigga, I heard. <laughs> hey, little nigga, looked you up and down like, yo, hey, mom, go get this nigga. Hey, my nigga, hey, man, called you by your first name. Go get this nigga, mama. You know, get him out of here. <laughs> yo, man. So, uh, but welcome to the Grown Manage Podcast. Now, before we start, remember to rate, review, share the show. The show is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart. Uh, tune in and basically any place you can anchor, yeah, any anywhere. place you can find a, a podcast, we are there. So, you know, shout out to that. Shout out to our day one. Shout out to new people listening to the podcast. All right, man. So, was that Thursday morning, man? I was it Wednesday, Thursday morning? I'm getting up, going to Thursday. work, and I, you know, I'm like, you're, you know, handling my business. And I'm looking, just checking the Twitter streets. And I'm waking up and I see the news of John Witherspoon, bro. Bro. I was not expecting to see that, man. So not at all, man. That's bro. stung too, bro. Stung, like, like I never, I didn't think that I would feel like the last time I had that type of feeling was when was when Michael Jackson died, the King. Oh, I like, man. I had that feeling, like, man, like, damn, you know, like it was like it stung. It was a gut punch, man. Like, like John Witherspoon was was an icon in my opinion. I mean, he was so pivotal in many movies, man, and so so many so many like prolific characters that he played. But honestly, like I listened to some of his interviews, just just him talking to different people, talking to folks in the industry, doing actual interviews. Man, he just seemed like he was like a regular down to earth dude. He didn't let none of that stuff get to his head. I told you I met him that time. You remember that? Chill, bro. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, man. So for those who don't know, I mean, I'm not to cut you off. And I got I got a question I want to ask you about John Witherspoon. I met him. I think I was. It was whenever when Big Pun CD came out. So my mom, she worked at this place, and they like sold condos. So the dude who owned the company, he brought the radio station there. So I was just hanging out with her. You know, I think I I know was like I was hanging out with her for the day at work. So before I could sneak off to uh, what was that? Was that Midtown Music on Keystone? Was that Barry? Midtown. Not that Midtown. For those who don't in Naptown, I walked from like 52nd and Allisonville to Midtown Music. That's a little hot. I had to, that my was parents, a hall. Hey, my parents didn't let us listen to rap, man, so I had to sneak it, right? So, but hey, anyway, so I ended up meeting John Willis when he just happened to be there. So it surprised me because he was like taller and more slender than I thought. I thought he'd be like dressed like Pops or something like that. You know, he'd say, hey, how you right. doing, young man? I was like, oh, it's Pops. But anyway, not to make a long story short, but let me ask you this, man. 
you know, we both love John Witherspoon. What's your favorite? Give me your give me your two fine, fine favorite John Witherspoon characters. Um, definitely, my, my one of my favorite John Witherspoon characters was his character in Boomerang. I can't remember his name, but he was he was uh, David Allen Greer's father. Yeah. Uh, just that scene, that it was one scene, and like it, it, his scene uh, really didn't have like a whole whole lot to do with the movie. You know, he ad libbed that like, whole scene, right? Yeah, I was gonna say it was it was completely ad libbed, and that's why I, that was one of my favorite characters. But like that scene, knowing that he just ad libbed that whole thing, and everyone just kind of rolled with it, like that for me just showed his greatness. You know what I mean? Like, and it, and it was it's one of those those moments, one of those scenes that just sticks with you. Like it's never gonna die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, another character uh, probably will be his role throughout the entire length of the series and the Wayans brothers. Um, he was truly pops in that in that uh, that TV series from the perspective of he he was the natural combination of the various characters that he's played. But then too, like he was he was actually like a pops. You know what I mean? Like he was a father figure, and there was a lot of different things that he in the show, you know, through the scripts or whatnot, but like he portrayed and. and and convey, you know, as a fatherly figure to, to, to the cat. So that was one of my favorite figures. And then a, a frequently slept on character of his was, uh, he was nigga, old, I said he, two. Ah, nigga, you getting three, <laughs> nigga. You getting three. Nigga, he was, he was the, the, the homeless guy in Vampire in Brooklyn. For those who know, know both, that's one of both High Fresh's favorite damn movies. Man, that scene cracks me up every damn time. So this was probably my top three, man. How about yourself? For me, since I mean, I mean, since I don't want to name since you already named man, one of my low key favorites when his when his character in the house party when he called when he called the police on, he said, "Motherfucker, oh, I paid yeah. fifteen thousand dollars for this." He said, "Look <laughs> at you, baby, with those big old things you got." Them. <laughs> hey, my, my man said, hey, "My man said, who the hell you got? Like, who playing that music in there? Public Enemy?" Yeah, public Enemy. Public Enemy. Oh, and then and then you know, and then his character is Granddad on the Boondock. So, oh yeah, and, so then, that was that was in my top five too, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, and like I said, nigga, I asked for I asked for two, and of course a beige nigga gets you three. He's he sits back and being uh <laughs> he's in it's not going with the flow. But yeah, man, so rest in peace to John Witherspoon. I am curious to how is that's gonna affect the new Boondocks, because you know Boondocks is coming back on yep. uh HBO Max Plus, whatever hell, one of them things they're trying to get extra money out of us. Anyway, so it'll be interesting to see how how all that works. All right, my brother. So that's man. So it was Halloween yesterday, man. I know you had showed pictures of on the Twitter and the Instagram about different, uh, you know, about your kids was dressed up, man. So give me a quick synopsis, man. How how the Halloween was? Did you take the kids out in the cold and in, in the cold weather in Naptown? Yes, we did. Yes, yes, I, yes, I did. We uh, we was out there in these streets. I took took my two boys out um, and my nephew out uh, and out trick or treating, and then. We picked up a couple of strays along the way, um, but uh, it took my boys out. They had a good time, man. They were some soldiers too, bro. Like they, they was, they was about it. You know what I mean? They, the cold. I said, I said, did the football, uh, did the playing football get y'all ready for this? Like, cause y'all just out here, like it ain't nothing. Yeah. It was like we ain't no. The quote, quote, all three of them. We ain't no punks, daddy. We ain't no yeah. punks. <laughs> oh, man. I said, all right, then. So yeah, they had it. They had a real good time, man. They cleaned up, bro. We got, we got big like three big ass buckets full of candy and i think they cleaned up because it really wasn't a whole lot out the teenagers was out and they you know they was getting theirs in but my my boy's age it was probably like maybe two or three small groups of kids and like when i say small groups i mean groups of like three maybe four that was it but my boys came back with all kinds of stuff one ill thing though man this one lady at her house she was giving out five dollar bills Oh, man, that's I didn't dope. even I didn't, I didn't even realize it until my youngest came back. He came running back to that. Daddy, she gave us money. I'm like, what? And then the other two come running back, like, yeah, she gave us she gave everybody five dollars. I said, well, damn, let me go up here and see what's going on. <laughs> Slide me a five, honey. Yeah, man. So for me, my kid, she went out. You know, she's a little older than Ben Bowtie's son, obviously. And you know, girls mature fast and boy. So she went out with the crew. So she designed her some. They all had matching shirts, so I made them for them and all that type of stuff, man. So they went out and had a good time. Went down on like on like to the rich people on like Michigan Street. I heard they were in a Tesla. They had a good little. They had a good little time, man. So they were in a Tesla SUV. So you can't can't tell can't tell her nothing, man. But yeah, man, I was I was actually proud of my boys too, yeah. man. Like they 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 pick their costumes every year for the most part. Yeah. But my boys and I posted this on either on Twitter or on my Snapchat. One of them was like, nobody can can't tell me that representation doesn't matter. Yeah. Number one, my my youngest son 
he is all about uh, into the Spider Verse and Miles Morales like that. Like by far, he's obsessed. I probably we probably watched that movie at least twice a week. So that's what that's what he was for Halloween. But he took it a step further outside of just wearing the actual Spider Man cosplay outfit that I got him. But he was he actually wore like the school uniform that Miles Morales had, and he had this the the thing up under the Spider Man outfit up under it. I mean, but like, and then my oldest son was Killmonger from the the museum scene. And I was just like proud of my boys because like one, they represent for the culture, you know what I mean? Like they're playing some some prominent black characters, you know what I mean? But two, like they had the wherewithal to say, this is what we want to represent, daddy. We want to we want to be people that look like us. Like we yeah. had this conversation at my house and they both said that, like we want to we want to be people that are like us, you know, like my, they like Iron Man and Thor's and Hulk's and all that type of stuff. But to hear them say they wanted, they wanted to be people that look like them, kind of hit me like, you know, as a black man, like, this is what's up, man. So no one can ever tell me representation doesn't matter because my boys are living the proof that, you know, villains, superheroes, whatever, if it's a black boy or young black girl or whatever, these these children, these young black children are looking at that and they're recognizing like, hey, that looks like me. I want to be that. So for, for, for individuals like everyday individuals like myself and Mike J and, you know, our crew of fellas and women that, that we know, like that that matters we're all very successful you know in our lives and i take it i take it i should say personal but i take take a personal approach to try to give back and, and let younger folks either teens you know early 20s or children you know see hey i could be like that guy because you know he's taking care of his family he's involved he's you know what i mean it's not, it's not about money or things or houses or whatever even though I, i'm very successful but it's one of those things where it's like I want them to be able to see other stuff outside of, you know, what media is portraying to be quote unquote successful. Yeah, so it was good for me, man. It was great for me. I, I, I'm proud of my boys. That's super dope, man. So let me ask you one more Halloween question, man. When you was a kid, what was your favorite Halloween candy and the one candy you hated the most? Oh, I, uh, that damn candy corn. I hate that. That is, oh, that is vile. That if is you eat, if, vile. You eat, if you eat candy corn, man, you could, you could be a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah, you man. could, you could be a sociopath. Candy corn is definitely on the on, on the worst bottom of my list. Of uh, my favorite candies, and and I, even when I was a kid, are those gummy lifesavers and Kit Kats. Yeah. So that's my favorite candy. Yeah, I always like Snickers, like uh, almond joys. Of course, as I got older, I really started getting into more gummies. I keep them in my office at work. But candy corn yeah. is the worst. People who eat candy corn, man, are, are are disgusting. I can't. I don't know what to do with you in life. Maybe maybe you need to go like the movie Drop Zone. Maybe you need to get yourself cleansed and go ahead about <laughs> your day. Cause that's that's disgusting. So, but you know, speaking of sociopaths, bro, let's go ahead and jump into that damn Trump news. And uh, yeah, man, yeah. Did, did you see did you see, did you see man's get booed at the World Series? Hey man, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny as hell. And I think the funniest part about it is he kind of had that smug look like, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I expected it. But the other funny part about it is I don't know if it was a Secret Service guy or somebody next to him in the suit when they started doing it, like he tapped he tapped Trump on the shoulder, like, hi, you see this? Look at these lames. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. tried to make it seem like, ah, you know, we better than this anyway. Like, bro, no, you get booted at the World Series. You're the president. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That is. You should be getting booted at the World Series. They, they sh they showed uh, Barack Obama the dag on uh, Washington Wizards game like two nights later, and he got like a standing ovation and all kinds of stuff. So like, come on, bro. Yeah, hey man. So one thing you know, I, I want to talk about, and we got a. Uh, I think we might have President Trump out here, man. He he's gonna give us his personal interview about the guy from ISIS who was uh, killed in the raid. All right, President Trump, you ready? I'm ready. Abu Bakar Abu Shadi was scared of his mind. A coward, he died like a dog. He died after running to a dead end tunnel, whimpering and crying, screaming all the way. Then he left in there, there wasn't body parts, nothing left. God bless the United States. Thank you, President Trump. So that was that was your that was your man's Trump after he uh after my man from ISIS got killed. Did you hear about that, Bowtie? Yeah, I did hear about that. Can you imagine oh, the, the leader of the free world having a yeah. press conference and saying that? Yeah, because not not die <laughs> like a coward and ran whimpering, like ran, ran whimpering <laughs> and screaming. I mean, did you, crying you and screaming. Like, <laughs> the, the reports were that you were on the golf course while this was happening. So how do you? Those those are lies. Those are lies. Those are lies. You see the you picture that saying? you seen the picture that we took at five o three p.m. after the raid. Those are GD lies, and you know it. 
Shut your nigger ass up. <laughs> oh man, dude is such a daggone man. Yeah, man, you see the picture. He's trying to look tough. I'm like, man, take that smug look off your damn face. Yeah, he's such a. It's a lame man. Like oh, everybody. Everybody in the damn crew is lame as hell, man. It's just like, is this who y'all voted for? Every time I see people who work, who like represent MAGA or Republicans and everything else, I'm like, this is what y'all voted for? Y'all voted for him? Like, dude was out here on the golf course. It's like as one of the world's most wanted men was being taken down. You couldn't couldn't be in a situation room for a day. You had to be on the golf course. Fuck it. I tell you one of the funny things, and I saw this in the Twitter streets, too. The the uh, the white lady reporter that was interviewing the Washington Nationals fans after they won the World Series, and the and the dude was the dude was uh, in the interview and he was like, we needed something good to go down in Washington CD in Washington D.C. We got an asshole in the in the White House, and the lady was like, oh my gosh, and she started waving <laughs> her hands, and she like made the camera away from it. Hey, man, that was some funny ass shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. And hey, they was out here getting it in DC. You, you see, homie out here freestyling when he was on got on the news. Yeah, hey, man. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Hey, man. So we ain't gonna spend too much time on Trumpito because I'm thinking our next podcast we'll have some more. You know, we we'll have some more information about this this uh, impeachment vote and all the stuff stuff that's going down. So we'll 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 say that for the next one. So let's get to the Mayo, brother. And before I get to the Mayo, did you see that graph that came across Twitter that showed like the top candy in every state? No, nah, I missed that. So they had like Snickers and you know all the type of Kit Kats and M and M's. And guess what Indiana's was? And we uh, for those who don't know, and for those who don't know, we're from say, Indiana. Oh man, I can only imagine. Let's say Indiana was probably something random like now, later or something. No, that mug was Hellman's dog. I when I say I cackled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, helmets is a Halloween candy? Yes, what yes, the hell? yes. Hey, hey, man. They yeah. had that, hey, dog. They had that, dog. I was rolling. They had helmets. So then that, to that grab, that made me laugh. Yeah, the mayo, the, the, what the, these and Merrill say the brand is strong. The mayo is definitely strong. But, man, so this time I wanted to talk about, you know, and there's so much mail that goes on, but Halloween was yesterday. And I was just, you know, I'm perusing the Twitter streets. And I've seen multiple instances of, of white people dressed in blackface for Halloween. Oh, yeah, man. When will they learn? Like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, wow. Man, the, uh, go ahead. The wildest one that I saw, man, it was some little kids. One little boy was dressed like in MAGA, like a MAGA hat on and some other stuff. And then he had a rope with, like, handcuffs attached to it. And one of the people, that, it was another little boy in blackface, and it was he was supposed to be Barack Obama. And it said Barack Obama, the terrorist, and some other stuff on the little label. And then it was another, the rope or chain extended with handcuffs on another one. And it was the white woman, that was, or a little white girl that was supposed to be Hillary Clinton. And it said Hillary Clinton, liar, and all this other type of stuff on there. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, these kids look like they was probably 8, 10, you know, 11 years old, somewhere in there. And, like, y'all, y'all's parents address these people up. One of them is Donald Trump, uh, you know, in his MAGA hat. And he's dragging in slave fashion, dragging Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, quote unquote. Like, come on, man. Yeah, man. I'm looking. I was at, trying to figure out where it was from, but I couldn't I, find the state. I'm looking at this thing. So this, they got this Taiwanese singer, James Hissau. I hope I don't mess his name up. He got the high top fade. You know, he dresses Will Smith, and he has the black face. So then I wow. seen something in South Korea, which is very interesting. So South Korea, they have a costume called Black Man. And the packages in aren't IQ, but also scary, and it's and it's a black face. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's translated from Korean to what I read wow. there. Yeah, man. So, like I said, it's for whatever whatever reason, it is like the damn black the black face. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't know what the obsession is. So. I'm sure there's going to be some idiots who dressed up in blackface yesterday. It's going to get on social media, and they're going to lose some opportunities. Boo-hoo, fuck you. I hope you lose all of it because it's not funny. It's not even like a, like a cackle. It's dumb as hell. So go, y'all can go ahead and, you know, just, you know, y'all can go ahead and just, just die. It'll make the world better. Dumbasses. Yeah, pretty much. They'll waste the damn flesh and, and taking up valuable oxygen. All right, man. So let's get to the twist. Let's get to the twist, brother. 
And I mean, the last few weeks, there's been more instances. I mean, it's always been instances of police brutality, but I've seen something in New York City. I'm not sure if you saw this of these grown ass cops punching these black teenagers in the face and then subway. Yeah, in the subway. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, bastards. So it's just like, I couldn't imagine you. We both have kids, right? Right. I, I, I couldn't imagine you calling me, you showing me a video <laughs> of your sons getting beat up as teenagers by these grown ass men. Yeah. Uh, and I and, and when I said when when Mike J says they was throwing like punches or whatever, like you would have thought that it was a brawl, you know? Yeah. What I mean? That that it was like a bar brawl, not 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 adult professional cops against teens. And then the other thing is like the teens, you know, a, a couple of them, I think toward toward the middle to end of the video, they just got mad and they started swinging back. But you could tell that they weren't they weren't swinging in the beginning. They weren't, you know, any aggressors. Like, you could tell that they were like, what the hell is going on? You know what I mean? But, two, I'm sure going through their mind, they're thinking, if I do anything, I probably will get shot. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like they are not even able to adequately defend themselves against this daggone brutality because of the fear of, like, okay, what's going to happen next? Are they trying to, you know, pressure me or, or provoke me into being an instig- you know, into being aggressive toward them or something? Like, it's just sad. It's it's sad. It's It's trifling it's ridiculous it's deplorable it's cowardly by those cops some bitch ass bitches oh yeah so both sides go ahead since you got the ball man go ahead and shoot and give them the twizzler oh man they they can definitely get that they can get that high class east coast twizzler that bad boy that that is wrapped in a daggone uh what is it what is the the, the, the calzone caloni or colonies whatever yeah. the hell them cannolis yeah oh damn they, that's cannoli they, they, they can they can they can get the cannoli field damn twizzler and, and sit on that bad boy and suffer yeah it's ridiculous man hey man that's that is crazy man so man i want my twizzler goes out to jesse lee peterson and I saw, oh, I saw that last week, man. But and my man says, "quote God killed Elijah Cummings for opposing Trump." And this is when you have. This is what happens when you oppose the Great White Hope. Yeah, man. Who the fuck even like? <laughs> and how does the, that even? How does that even come to come out of your damn mouth, bro? Like when somebody and, and, and Jesse Lee Peterson is black. So That's the twi- so the doesn't the twizzle doesn't discriminate. This coon face ass nigga, man. I was just like, look at this nigga here. You know, I was like, number one, you rolling with a Stone Cold Steve Austin goatee and a fucking Caroline, <laughs> nigga. I ain't got. I, you can't say <laughs> shit to me. Fuck out of fuck out of here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nigga, you know what I'm talking about the Great White Hope. I mean, you know Trump probably ate that shit up. The great white hope. Yeah, hey, might, man, Trump, Trump probably got like marker. You know how yeah. you know how Tupac had thug life on his chest. Uh, <laughs> Trump probably drew great white hope yeah, on, on his stomach. Great hope. <laughs> oh, all eyes on me. <laughs> yeah, great great hope. Well, Jesse Lee Peterson, great American. Hey man, great, so I, he, I saw he, that. He's a great guy, stand, stand up guy, stand up guy, stand up guy. Both sides, both sides. Both, yeah, that, that's another phrase. Both sides. Hey man, so Jesse Lee Peterson, you coon face ass, sit on the tours of no hairline hat motherfucker. Get the fuck up out of here, bro. He's out of here. Hopefully Get he loses his damn he man. loses his radio show. He can sit on that nine season dash towards a sit and spin his fuck ass on, man. So fuck out of here, Jesse Lee. You can tell he was a fuck nigga by this by his whole name. That's all. How you make you know, you got two, you know, that's just a fuck ass name and a fuck ass nigga, man. That pissed me off. Right. So. Like that man is dead, bro. That's up there. And I, also, also, I want to give a, I want to give a, a another twizzler too. Uh, you ever heard that dude Whack One Hundred? He's like games manager. I, I've heard that. I've heard that. Anyway, name. anyway. The, West Coast, the West Coast guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know he's talking about. Fuck ass nigga too, man. The, even th- the, I mean, dude, the dude that said he was gonna snuff game. Uh, no, no, no. He was like, no, nah, he's games manager. Make a long story short. He's talking about Nipsey had it coming to him and all this stuff. Tupac had all oh, this. He, he, hey, these dudes is dead, man. Let it go. He's like, I me, mean, you're, you're like a 50-year-old nigga who want, who want to be cool on a clout chase because you're talking about you put in some work. Nigga, who cares? Take your sassy ass home, man. He's a fuck-ass nigga, man. So he's, he's lame. Fuck out of here. Whack. But anyway. Whack. Hey man, so let's whack, get to you can get whack. You can get one hundred twizzlers. Hey man, I know right, lame ass nigga. So let's get to the NBA, and I want to add something to y'all. So I don't know, man. I told I told our people in our group chat and my close family and friends. I came home, and for coming home means when the man loses at the battle with his hairline, shaves it all <laughs> off. 
So there was one though, so it was one person, one of the greatest NBA players ever, maybe the best, however you want to go, quantify it. That's LeBron James. Have you yeah. seen how thick his headband is? Yeah, yeah. No, his headband go from his damn eyebrows up to the to the top of his head. Bruh. It's it's like literally it's just like he has a wave cap on that you put on the football helmet and he's wearing that on the court. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> he got well, he pretty soon he's gonna be wearing one of them daggone linen satin caps on yeah, his man. head. Like, like the black a la the black woman of <laughs> <laughs> bedtime, man. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man. This, I'm like, come on, LeBron. I mean, dog, either either cut. I mean, it wouldn't be as bad. Like, I could still like keep hair if I just got to cut your shit all the way low. LeBron got money. You can get a barber in every city. Come hook you up every day, right? But he's still trying to be look pretty and shit, man. I know he got a fucked up Jimmy Neutron ass head. So going bald ain't the going bald head ain't the answer. But come on, LeBron. But also, man, let me ask you this, man. You my brother. If you seen me out here, my hair was like that, dog. Would you put? Would you do like cat? I'm like not like AD and kind of get my attention, or you, or you like, oh, yeah. let me go out? Oh no, nah, man, you you my brother, man, and you, and you my brother. That means you representation of me. I got I got to I got to give you the hint. I got to pull you to the side. I I can't let you roll like that, bro. Can't let you do it. Are you better than me? You like the bulls? I'd let your ass out here look look crazy. Oh, yo, your hair your hair line could be your spine. I'm like, I see you got the waves, baby. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that team, nigga. He got the waves, got the waves baby. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, man. Don't leave a uh, nigga out there like that, man. Hey, <laughs> man. It's basketball season, man. Fuck them niggas, man. <laughs> All right. Now to the NBA, man. Hey man, so we talked we 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 premised it earlier with Cat and Embiid, man. Number one, I didn't know this beef had been going on like this. Like I guess I didn't he's been talking shit. I he been tweeting this man for for years. Like yeah. I, I mean, dog, nigga, what 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 was your first? Because I remember texting on a group chat, and it was just like, yo, y'all see this? What was your first thoughts watching this? Hey man, the, the the my very first thought when I when you tweeted out, I was like, damn, I or, or sent it out, I was like, damn, I missed this. Let me try to find it. So I go on and look at it. The very first thing I see is them kind of like doing like the little little one arm dance thing. Next thing you know, I see my man's Jeff T. Shout out to Jeff. You know Naptown. He come running in and he just like bum rush and bean and push him to the ground. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Naptown in the building, stand up. Always next Naptown. You know, nigga. Always Naptown. And then next thing you know, they pan the camera pans and you see you see Ben Simmons with the daggone rear naked choke like he's Nate Diaz. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I promise you, man. Cat like tapped like. Damn it! Is this what I'm supposed to do? Like, let yeah, me go. He tapped. He tapped hard, man. Hey, dog. The, yeah, other, the other funny part about that is, bro. Like, if you look at the video again, you can see uh, Layman for the for the uh, the the white guy, the player for the Jake Layman. Yeah. Yeah. You see him like kind of run in, but then all of a sudden you see him kind of like sliding on the other side, like he's a WWE ref, <laughs> and he's like he's like on one knee looking at Cat, like, do you tap? <laughs> Did you give him up? Like, that's the kind of look that he has, man. Hey, bro, like, all this stuff was running through my head. I'm thinking, like, Mike Scott is going to come off the top rope like Randy, Randy Savage. I'm like, this is this is real wild right here, where, bro. Where, and where was Andrew Wiggins, the $100 million man? Oh, Wiggins was probably eating some day, some of them stale-ass nachos from the arena just on the sideline. He pulled a Lonzo ball and walked off like, this don't concern me. It's above me. Hey, I mean, let's. I mean, have you really had the conversation that Andrew Wiggins is a bust? Uh, I don't think so, but I think that nigga's been a bust to me. Yeah, like you got, you got, you got all of them talent in the world, but you, you don't even play. You don't even play defense. You can't dribble, nor you can play defense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. He's My a bust. Man's just out there. He's yeah, just out here like, hey, whatever. Like yeah. you can, you, he doesn't even have like a like a passion or like a like a like a fervor for it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I'm in the NBA. All right. Yeah, I you love the I mean? NBA like, life. Bro, like, damn. So let me ask you this, man: If you're cat and you get choked out, and one of your teammates don't kick the shit out of Ben Simmons, is this? And y'all losing, and it's Minnesota. Do you start? Is it, do the wheels in your mind start saying like, I got to get out of here? I would. Yeah. I would start thinking that like, man, these niggas don't have my damn back. They 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 let they they stood around and laughed when Jimmy was punking me when he was yeah. in practice. Now this 
Like these cats don't have my back. These these cats ain't rocking with me, so it might be time for me to consider oh, yeah. for other options. Oh, I, I would. I definitely oh yeah, would. I'm out of here. Nigga, you, I... get, nigga, you getting choked out and you tap on Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like somewhere Ken Shanrock's like, yeah, but yeah, like, you know like, what I mean? Come like, on, man. Yeah. This you gotta get I mean, you gotta you gotta have you gotta have I mean, you cat, like you've been in the league what, like five, six years. You gotta have a young boy to get your back that this role which you gotta be able to jump on Ben by y'all get off my nigga. No. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm cat, yeah, yo, if I'm cat, yo, I'm putting the trade demand, I'm out of here. And if, yeah, if y'all, you, know, y'all, you know Wiggins ain't the only the only cat that really had his back was T. Yeah, he like bum rush, you know, bum rushed him beat and like pushed him to the ground or whatnot, like yeah. to separate him. You know what I mean? But that's about it. Yeah, nobody, right. else, nobody else came. You know, Layman was over there asking him, was he gonna tap out or not? Yeah, Wiggins is on the damn sideline. Who the hell hey, knows? Layman was asking him like Earl Hebner when Hogan used to almost get choked out and then oh, the arm man. would come down for the third time and he would, he would pump it up, man. So yeah, cat yeah. cat gotta leave, man. Cat gotta go. So like I said, I put it out here now. Cat, go on ahead and say you want to come to the Pacers. They can have Sabonis. They can have Miles. They can have, some, they can have anybody on the team but Oladipo. You come on to Naptown, man. Nigga, at least have hey, Naptown. The niggas in Pacers ain't going to – we might not win a championship, but we're going to fight. You know what I'm saying? Ain't going to be no – you don't see no – ain't going to be none of that. Niggas going to fight. So, you know, we put that shit down. Man. It's always well, put hey, down for the city. Hey, man. nigga, Jermaine, Jermaine O'Neal is still, still sending the dag on side eyes and death stares at that old man he laid out on the Hey, on the get, get your bitch ass <laughs> off the court. <laughs> I don't feel bad. And also in that fight, oh, man, and I don't want to give up too much because on the, on the anniversary of the brawl, I want to be able to really discuss this, but David Harrison knocked that motherfucker out in the state. Oh, David Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> he snuffed that. Hey, hey, David Harrison had to quitter. <laughs> hey, I am a Naptown nigga through and through, and I love oh, the Pacers more than man. anything because that's the they got to represent the city. A Naptown nigga whooping somebody's ass in, in public and losing it all. That is some hey, Naptown man. shit hey, all don't, day. Hey man, don't hey, sister, don't forget about them Jamal Taylor picking up that bag on uh, <laughs> Hey, don't that, hey, that hey, hey, we gonna get don't give him too much. Don't give him too much. Don't give him too much, man. Don't give him too much. We're we gonna, oh, we gonna, we gonna analyze. We're gonna analyze it, bro. Don't give him too much because the anniversary is coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah, it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey man, so that's crazy, man. So let's go on here, go to the Warriors, man. You know they've been getting that ass beat. People been taking wearing them niggas out. Oh you know, yeah, Steph bro. got a little emotional. Now Steph done broke his hand. Clay's out of here for the year. So it's up to D'Angelo Russell and your and your man's Draymond Green. <laughs> you mean so what you think? Be, what you think? It's, what up, you, it's up to D'Angelo Russell and Looney. That's who. All it's right, up man. To. <laughs> what's up, man? Why why you don't like Draymond, man? Did he like? Did he like? He sent a DM to your wife or something like that. Did he show? Did he? <laughs> did, he did he send like the hammer pick or something like that? What, what's up with your thing with Draymond, man? He's always been a lame man. Like it, I mean, I'm not saying Draymond is a good basketball player. He's a solid basketball player. Like he he's he's solid. But the way his mouth runs, you would think that he's LeBron. You would think that he's KG, KD. You would think that oh, he's Oh, I, I got it. I got it now. I got it now. Why you don't like him? I got it now. I got it now. I forgot you the big Paul Pierce fan. He told you, man, you ain't coach. Oh, piss on Paul Pierce. <laughs> he, shut you, he shut your man down. He shut you down. For those I who am, don't know, Bowtie is like extremely beige, <laughs> and he's like temperamental. And he like he was like you know you could be something like he still beef with niggas from like from elementary. Fuck him, man. Fuck this motherfucker here, man. I saw him at the free clinic. Death to everybody in his family, man. That's how he is, man. That's what it is. So for those who don't hey, know, both ties a big. Oh, both ties a big Paul Pierce fan. Draymond called the lie, and he got upset. <laughs> I can't That's stand Paul Pierce. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Be honest, nigga. Quit, quit lying to the quit, quit lying to the listeners, man. Shit. Be honest, nigga. What 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 nah, fantasia say free yourself? Oh damn. <laughs> free yourself, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Nah, man, like Draymond's just one of he's he's just that dude. Like he's a solid guy. He's 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 a person that you that you would have on your team because he's gonna rebound, you know, he'll hit a couple open shots, he's gonna hustle. Like he, he he's can a, pass, he's a he can solid, defend. He, he can he can pass like he's a solid, like he's a really solid role guy. But like he, he the, the the wolf tickets that he sells and how he barks and all the stuff that he all the shit that he talks like literally you would think that he's KD or LeBron or or you know Kawhi or you know what I'm saying like bruh you are slightly above average at best on an epic team so I mean like that's that's just like that's just like Mike J having two hundred million dollars and me being his boy I'm like y'all niggas is broke. 
No, nigga, I'm broke too. No, 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 no. You my no, 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 no. You my nigga. If I got two of them, you rich too, nigga. Now you might, you might have to be like, ran, do random stuff for me to make me laugh to stay in the, to stay in the fold. I'm like, nigga. He's like that. He's like that dude that's just like selling a whole bunch of daggone tickets, but just like lame. So like that's that's what I say. I'm like, you know what? Everybody's been saying Draymond is just the shit. He's better than most. I remember a few years ago when they was in their run. I remember reading on Twitter, people were talking about he was better than Barkley. He was better than Moses Malone. Nah. I'm like, man, get the fuck Yeah, up. I remember them saying he was better than Barkley. I'm like, yo, like, like that's that's, that's not – hey, what, what what the white man say, that's rich. Let's not go that. Let's not go that. He's a, he's a good role player. He'll probably make the Hall of Fame for his accomplishments, being a defender and all that type of stuff, right? Well, but, but, but that's what – But I'm but just like, saying, like, yeah. yeah, like, he's, he's – we we gonna see what he's made of now. We gonna see what he's made of because now it's now it's just now it's time. You know what I'm saying? Like show show up and show out. This is this is your time. You are gonna see a lot of shots come your way. You are gonna have a lot of autonomy on the court. Hey, let's see what you made of. I, I, that's just how I feel about him, man. Like I don't I don't knock him. I think he's a really good. I think he's a really really good basketball player. It's just the the way he presents and the shit that he talks and all this type of stuff. It's like, bruh. He's like people look at him like, oh, he's the loudest talker, so he must be this this great. No, bro, that ain't that ain't. But really the difference between us, because I think people who talk are funny. Like I think Patrick Beverly is hilarious. Oh the, man, the, the fact that that nigga was out <laughs> on, the beach, on the beach with Tim's working out, I guarantee hey. you this: I Patrick Beverly makes the Bulls better. He gets hey, he, he, he makes Patrick. them ten he makes them ten wins better. He's that good of a defender and he's that good of a leader. Makes oh, he's a hell he's a hell of a defender. I get makes, he makes them that. ten he makes them ten wins better. But you know, Pat, I I even think in my opinion I know this is kind of off, but like I think Patrick Beverly and Draymond Green they, they are very minutely similar, but I think that their their annoyance is similar. But other than that, like I think that Patrick Beverly is like you said an elite defender, hell of a guy. I, I think that, in my opinion, all the extra shit that he does takes away from what he's really good at. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that sometimes he does so much of the extra shit that it throws him off his game. You know I what I'm think, saying? Like, I think that's the only way he's in the NBA. That dude is a king. He's from the west side of Chicago. Shout out to people who listen to the show in Chicago, right? He is, a, he is a what Mamani Jones would call a can't-go-back all-star. A can't-go-back all-star. I thought he was going to be – uh, on the beach for lugs. He surprised me with Timberland. I thought he was gonna be like uh like our boy or like our boy Johnny from from middle school at LC coming out there with some oh, no name man. boots. Johnny Law. But then my Johnny man Law. came. My Shout man out came. Johnny Law. My man came out there with some Timberlands on the beach. That dude is a can't go back. All, all that stuff makes Patrick Beverly who he is. That dude averaged like ten rebounds a game in high school as a guard. I mean, oh, that's what I'm saying. That's, but them, think- but that's it, it, if you took that away. He wouldn't be anything. It's just like it, that's like his uh like Marvel, right? It was what the shit they give uh, Captain America, the whatever the the serum. Oh, the, the serum, yeah, yeah, super. Social he serum. wouldn't, man. Patrick Beverly would not be in the NBA if he didn't act like that. I mean, it just it's like you take the good with the bad. This is like yeah. at, at times he's I gonna write like that time he wrote that check against KD, his ass couldn't cash. Oh yeah, but you know, but, but see, that's, one of those, that's, one of, that's one of those scenarios though. Like I think my opinion. If Patrick Beverly wasn't so caught up in the moment and doing all the talking, I think he – I mean, granted, there's a huge size difference and talent difference, but I think he's that good of a defender that he could have altered – he could have altered enough of what KD was throwing to get the Warriors out of their game. <laughs> but I think – I think I mean, I'm just saying – I'm not saying he would have stopped him. Not at all. I'm just saying that he would have threw a monkey wrench in a few plays enough to kind of slow him down or whatever, you know? The only but monkey I th- wrench he's throwing is that, he that was... nigga doing the Russell Westbrook running to his knee. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. You're going to get Brody riled up if, if, hey. if you listen to the podcast. Hey, shout out Russell Westbrook, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, like I said, man, Pat is, Pat is going to be who he's going to be. Draymond's going to be who Draymond's going to be. And I am here for all the Warriors slander that's going to be coming across. But if you look at Warriors fans on Twitter, all they do is just talking about get off LeBron's dick. Like, oh, this ain't got to do with LeBron. Yeah. Y'all was sad for all those years. Y'all got good. <coughs> Y'all got cocky. Team, The team broke apart, started getting injured. That's what happens. All dynasties come to an end. Y'all yeah. just came to an end with KD, you know, getting hurt, leaving, and Clay getting hurt and, and, and staying. It is what it is. But I am, yeah, was, I am looking was- forward to it. It was interesting to hear. I listened to uh, KD on my first take yesterday morning. It was actually a pretty good back and forth. I mean, 
he, he opened up a little bit, but you could tell he was there like, I'm still going to be an ass and not really say much. But I understand kind of what one of the things that he said. He's like, I'm not going to let the NBA or the media or, or, or the public alter who I am. He's like, I'm me. And I'm going to be me. So if people want to talk about me being sensitive or people want to talk about me, you know, in social media and trying to ch- clap it back at people or whatever, that's just who I am. So I'm not going to let the media tell me I can't be me. And if I want to, if I want to leave a team or if I'm going to, you know, do whatever, like that's what I'm going to do. And I respect that. I respect him actually finally coming out and saying that like, fuck y'all, I'm me. I'm not going to fit in. I'm not going to conform. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just going to be who the hell I want to be. And I'm going to roll with it. And I, I like the fact that he touched on Russell, Russell Westbrook too. And he was like, man, people try to make a lot out of, different relationships between him and Russ and, and him and Draymond, even though he did say Draymond was a little bit of a reason why he left. But he was like, at the end of the day, like I've talked to all of those individuals as men. We've talked about things and we've moved on. And he was like, they, I respect them for being who they are and they respect me for being who I am. So it doesn't really matter what, you know, the media wants us to be or the, you know, the public and all this type of stuff. It's like, we're going to be who we are. And you guys will never know, you know, unless somebody says something, but you never know the, the true uh, intimate conversations that we've had about with each other about different scenarios. So it was like, I, we're not going to conform to anybody. I respected him for actually coming out and saying that, bro. Yeah, hell yeah. So KD's hilarious to me. One of the greatest players. Oh, ever. yeah. I mean, but oh, it's absolutely. This is, but it's him, 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 like, him, like him respond. But before we switch to football, there's a kid, he's 15 years old. Y'all remember? His name is Imani Bates next KD. He's 6'9 and handles the ball better at KD at that age and is just as good as a shooter. Damn. I'm going to yeah, have to check this cat out. I'm going to have to check him out. Yeah, check his name. Yeah, Monty Bay. He's like, I think, a freshman. He's going to be like, he's going to the NBA because that by that time, you know, the NBA, they've changed. Or, you know, by that time, guys can go right straight to the league. He's going to be, I mean, granted, injury, as long as he stays injury-free, he'll be the number one pick in, I think, the 2022 draft. So I might have to check this cat out. Hadn't heard of him, but definitely yeah, go check yeah. him out. Yeah, they had this big article on him on Sports Illustrated. I've been watching him play, but, yeah, he's a great player. All right, man, so let's get to the NFL, man. So both the Patriots and the and the 49ers are 8-0, man. You see this has a potential Super Bowl matchup? I could, man. That 49ers defense is yeah. stout. Bro. Oh, yeah, they nasty. That defense that, line is nasty. That, and I was just about to say that. People, people talk about, like, them being able to defend the pass, like the secondary – and I think that people forget that that starts up front. Yeah, that's they got they got four num- they got four number one picks on there. Plus they got and they got and they got D Ford in, in uh in free agency. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah, they loaded. Bruh, bruh, that damn that damn defensive front line, my God, them boys is nasty. I I think it could be, man. I don't I don't see either I don't see either team being undefeated or perfect. Yeah, but I definitely but I definitely could see it as a Super Bowl matchup, bro. For real, for real. And I think it'll be interesting to see Jimmy G. You know, and, and against the Patriots in the Super Bowl because again, you know, there's a lot of speculation and hoopla that Belichick wanted to move on to Jimmy G and move Brady out. Brady pulled, you know, pulled a little uh, coup or whatever you want to call it. But I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be a lot of a lot of media, a lot of uh, things to talk about if those two teams were to match up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even talking, even talking about Richard Sherman coming into another and, and helping another dominant defense. Richard Sherman is probably one of my favorite players in NFL history. I like the way that he, he's, he's a grown-ass man. He plays hard. He conducts himself as a man. He's good in every community that he's in, man. Richard Sherman, shout-out shout out to that brother for being black excellence, man. He's, he's a stand-up brother, bro. Yeah, man. I, I'll, I'll tell you off-air about some stuff that I heard about Richard Sherman. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> off-air. But shout-out shout, hey, shout to, shout shout to Richard Sherman, man. All right, man. So let's talk about this uh, grown man in fantasy football, man. It's getting close, bro. Yeah, so, your boys, your boys creeping back up in there. So the no, y'all have seen that. So the East Division, man. You know, it's like it's it's three. I think it's two teams at five and three, and the rest of them are four and four. So I'm four and four, and both times five and three. I've won two in a row. So we're starting to get. I'm starting to get guys back from being injured. I had a the walking wounded, and we have a 12 team league. So the winner get a grown man in shuddy. So you know it's it's some competition. It ain't like an 18 league. You can stack up. 12 yeah. teams is hard because you yeah, really because you, you you got to search for players. Man. Search. You got to you got you got to really look at matchups and all that. And I ain't got no damn receivers, man. I'm hold, I'm holding on with these young fellas trying to <laughs> try to make some. I got really. McCole Hardman and Marquise Brown. And yeah. Marquise Brown being hurt, 
Yeah. Nicole Harmon's had his numbers dip a little bit since uh since Hill came back, but but McCole Harmon came alive today in their last game, man. He he had that touchdown and then he had like a like a sixty yard reception or something like that. But yeah, man, like Mike J said, it's tough in that twelve team league, man. You got to really know football and really follow these guys. But I think it's I think it's fun because it's a challenge. Because eighteen oh, is cool, yeah. but I think I saw people yeah, was yeah. kind of tripping out. It's twelve teams. Twelve teams is fun. So we'll do yeah. we'll do we'll do that next year, man. So you know, when we get more people, maybe we do fourteen, or maybe we hey, get, and, or and we get more, then maybe we'll do two leagues. So yo, we definitely appreciate everybody been rocking with us, man, since our day ones and people jumped on. Shout out, shout out to half of the nasty boys, Dap. Yeah, his pack his smugglers, man. Hey, man, nasty boy Dap is killing it in fantasy football. Yeah, man. in both he, leagues. In, in both leagues, man. Nasty boy Dap must be out here. You know, he, he must nasty. have an inside door something, man. Little intel, real nasty. The anal conquistador. Hey, <laughs> nasty man. boy Dap. Hey, man. man. man <laughs> Devouring <laughs> devour shooters <laughs> across the across the, the land. Gal- across the galaxy. Ew. Across the galaxy, man. Hey, oh. man. And and the nasty boy, they didn't they didn't found their manager, man. The, the 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 young Nigerian prince, man. Oh no! Oh no! Oh hey, no! Hey, shout out, shout out to the nasty boy manager, man. King Nigerian, boy. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm calling him. Yeah, nasty, he's, he's a nasty boy too. Shout out, shout out to them, man. Because I I sent y'all that thing of of you know of the nasty, the new nasty boy running down like Hulk Hogan joining the NWO. But he hey, might man. be the man. He might be the manager. Manager, you no. Know, and the fact is, the nasty boy manager is younger than the nasty boys. Yeah, nasty boy manager. Hey man, he he he's keeping the he's turning the nasty boys up a notch, man. Introduce yeah. them to that new stuff, bro. And and, and, and shout, shout out to the other the the third triumphant of the nasty boy. That's Jack. His oh, his, yeah. his his nats won the World Series. So in his next scene, I'm sure he's gonna have some boots on, be ashy as hell, being butt ass <laughs> naked, and, and, and wearing a nats hat. I don't hey, know. He man. look like type. He look like type nigga to kiss a broad in the mouth in the point when the, when the scene starts. Like he want to oh, get intimate, know. and the other one, and then <laughs> and then that he up in here just going right for the ass. <laughs> Nasty. Hey <laughs> man, nasty boy Jack man. He riding the high man. The the Mystics got the daggone shit. The Caps. Hey man. Yeah. Hey he he repping the DMV. Something terrible, bro. Hey man, shout so out to nasty. Shout out to all three nasty boys, man. Yeah, they nasty best boys. life right now. And you might, you might see at the, you know on the end of a flick they do like the little scene where the chick has got like the bukkake and she like blows a kiss. Oh, nasty shit. boy, nasty, nasty <laughs> boy, nasty boy Jack out here doing the John Wall ducky with a damn butt ass snake with a damn nat hat on after he finished <laughs> with some boots and ass shit. Nasty niggas. Oh, there go, man. Hey, is they is they intro song when the phone kiss the fan? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Three niggas walking into the set, butt ass negative, disgusting. It's a call for help. <laughs> niggas oh, hitting each man. other with forearm shivers. Let's go. <laughs> hey man, so let's hey, get to end. They, they hit up with the mount up. Oh, <laughs> uh, that can mean more things than I want to know. Uh, nigga, you out here? Running. Oh damn! Not, 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 oh, damn. not here. Not here spinning around one mountain from the back one from the front <laughs> and here comes oh, the nasty man. boy manager talking about keep going <laughs> hey, hey man, shout out shout out to the nasty boys man they out they out here in these streets nasty hey man so let's talk about some entertainment man so there's a couple of our favorite films released this week back in the day and the first one i know bowtie is a big crush groove fan i like crush group not as much as bowtie man so bowtie yes, tell us your couple favorite points on on the moments of the movie on crush groove man Oh man, uh, I think my my uh, one of my favorite moments on Crush Groove is uh, when the Fat Boys finally get they shine on, and they they, they doing a little they, they doing a little they little song in the in the uh, restaurant. They go Fat Boys, yeah. <laughs> fat, yeah. fat, fat, fat Boys, hey man. So that was probably one of my favorite scenes. A funny scene <laughs> is when Blair Underwood got jumped by full force <laughs> in, that, in that bedroom. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Hey man, Paul Anthony, aka Stab, aka <laughs> the lead singer of Full Force. Hey man, he gut punched that on Blair Underwood or something, something terrible, man. He, it almost looked like it was too real because like Blair Underwood like literally folded. Yeah, hey, but that good. was that was a funny scene, or that was a funny a funny scene as hell right there. And then I think one of my favorite, another favorite moment was uh, actually being able to see Sheila E. Like that was my first time ever like even knowing who she was or seeing her, man, and just seeing her talent. 
it was like, hey man, she's out here really doing her damn thing, man. So yeah. probably my top three scenes. Yeah, man, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Crush Groove fan, man. Just and just the music and everything else, man. And you know, I'm a big L Cool J fan, so you know, L. Oh man. man, so I am. That was like my, L was like my favorite, like first rap superstar, man. So you can't tell me shit about L Cool J. But yeah, man. So another movie that was released. Well, my like, head is like a shark's fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the pinnacle. Yeah. Hey man, a nigga referring to himself as the pinnacle. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> LL's um, a bad boy, man. I think I think told Kumo D his teeth need more Colgate. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, can't hey. forget, you can't forget when he busted in the daggone room for his talent show audition on Crush yeah. Groove. Hey, yeah. man. He told he looked at dude with the with the boombox and said, "Yo, bust it." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, hey man, if y'all don't know what Crush Groove, y'all need to check out Crush Groove, man. Great, right. great hip hop movie, man. All right, so another movie that was released, and this movie is almost twenty years old, was the original Best Man, man. So, man, this is one of those movies. I think, I think, I think all of us took a little ladies at the time, man, to go see this or whatever, man. It might be twenty years old, whatever. It might, be, I think it might be twenty years old. Anyway, uh, so this is a great movie, man. So, Bowtie, I think I probably know what your favorite scene is. What's your favorite scene? Oh man, there's so many in this damn movie. Uh, I'd probably say that probably my favorite scene is probably what everybody else's favorite scene is, and that's <laughs> that's the damn candy scene with merch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but you know what, man? Shout out to Regina Hall. She's yes, always been fine. Yes, sir. always. She is she is fine to this day. Yeah, she like hey, four. Man. She like forty five. Hey, that is that 40, is that that is that is premium. That is premium vintage box. You know, that is, you know, nigga, that's I'm not even gonna say vintage, nigga. That's just premium box. Well, bro. I'm just saying, well, she you know that but she's kept it up all these years. Hey, 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 hey. man, like I said, that's, man, you know, I bet, 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 I'm like, damn, but we out here talking about full force and shit, you know, the whole damn thing. I was a kid, <laughs> you schooling me to some shit, man. Hey, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, but that's probably that's probably one of my favorite scenes, and then and then the scene where uh, where Morris Chestnut found out that, that or should I say, Lance found out yeah. that Harper. Uh, crashed his wife a little bit. Uh, he just <laughs> didn't crash, nigga. And she sucked that nigga. She sucked oh, that nigga's finger, and he hit it from the back. And she, and she, uh, and she, nigga, bit the sheets. Nigga, hey. for that nigga, I might have had to kill both of them, dog. I don't know if my ego could have took that, dog. I mean, man, you sucking <laughs> this nigga's finger, and you biting the sheets. You know, you probably hooked him up with some skull. <laughs> I mean, then you gonna kiss on the forehead afterwards. It's an epic movie, man. It's an epic, epic movie. Yeah. But I, I still say, I, I, I think in that scene, man, he stole the hell out of him. Oh, yeah. that, <laughs> he rocked him, boy. Hey, now, and an underrated part of the scene was like Fandango's a shoot. Them fools out there fighting. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, what about man. Fandango. Hey man, that's some crazy stuff, man. Shout hey, out. shout out, shout, shout out to the real life Fandango there. Yeah. <laughs> we all know. Yeah, <laughs> man. Listen. Hey, three LW's waiting on you. <laughs> Say, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bring up that nigga's past. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you a petty ass nigga. <laughs> hey, he's a nasty boy. Hey man, hey. boy's been out here. He's sicko. Hey, Fandango. Fandango sicko mode, bro. <laughs> Hey man, so let me ask you this, though. So people, so people who would know you, what character in the best man you think people would, would call you? Uh, y'all's asses would probably say I'm Quentin. <laughs> no, 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 nigga, you Harper. Well, I was gonna say either Quentin or Harper. Y'all's nah, Harper, would, Y'all would probably say I'm Quentin or Harper. No, nah, nah, you ain't Quentin. The people will say I'm Quentin because I'm an asshole and I, I embrace it. No, nah, you Harper. Yeah, I <laughs> you, can see that. You, you Harper. <laughs> I just want my book. <laughs> I probably would have to save your ass from getting getting your ass beat by by some swole black ass nigga by using logic. <laughs> Come on. <baby. laughs> what are they? And also shout out to Quinn. He was also dressed like Bill Cosby in that movie too. At the damn at them damn sweaters and slacks. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the damn Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. Yeah, man, but yeah, man, that's like one of my favorite movies. That's one of the movies I can, I, I like the best man, the original best man better than the best man holiday. Best man holiday was good, but that shit was impressive. Yeah, the original best man was, was way better. Best man holiday was just meh. Yeah, I like hey, that shit was depressing. I didn't want to see nobody, let's see her die. Hey, man, who, 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 who in the dad gone, who in the dad gone grow, man, in like, you know, inner circle? Who, who would you say is merch? Uh, I ain't, I don't know. It's a, I don't know, man. Because I, I mean, I, I, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna call him out like that. We gonna, we gonna have, we gonna have to have this discussion in the daggone group chat. 
it's, it's, it's a couple of dudes I could see being merch, but then again, they could be nasty boys. So I don't know. Oh. <laughs> hey, it could be, it could be, it could be part of the nasty boys, man. You just never know, man. That nigga merch was like, yo, she rocked the mic. <laughs> oh, so, damn. Hey. hey, man. Hey, man. I'm gonna give another. I'm gonna give another shout out to to Monica Calhoun, aka Mia. Yeah. Woo. Fine. Fine. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, man. You know, I'm like, she sucked that nigga finger and then rolled that nigga and he got hit from the back and kissed that nigga on the forehead, man. She bitch got erotic and kinky and sensuous all in the same cheat. Bitch, you can cheat on me, but you ain't gonna do all three. You better pick one. <laughs> you better pick. You better pick <laughs> one. You better pick one. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Come on, man. You like, well, you better just say I got nasty as hell. I mean, I can, we can just go to church and cry and shit. But don't be getting sensuous with this motherfucking shit. And she probably let that nigga harp a nut in her. Put oh damn! Oh, man, this man. is taking a turn. Hey <laughs> man, fuck out of here, man. I feel like my man on Poetic Justice, nigga, was who's brushing his hair to Joe Joe Toy's character. Man, fuck them bitches, man. <laughs> fuck you Remember that part? Hey man. Yeah. Ass yeah, sicko mode, man. So all right, man. So let's get to music. Before we get into this, uh, what you what you bumping lately, man? Oh man, um, I've been bumping a lot of that Devin's Terrell R&B. A cat, I, I put y'all on. Um, excuse me, put y'all on too for a little bit, a little bit while back. Um, I've been bumping that that young, the newest young thug. Um, that's really it. Like I haven't been really on music. Like I go through phases where like I'm hitting either hitting music or hitting podcast heavy, and I'm in a heavy podcast rotation now. But I'd probably say them were the two two albums or two you know things that I've been listening to here lately. Yeah, I kind of go through similar things. Uh, so, I mean, I've been listening to Wale. I listen to, I start listening to everything that comes out just because, you know, it's just, I just like, I'm curious. Can PC people talking about it? One thing I'm not going to listen to is Jesus is King by Kanye West. Not going to waste <laughs> Not gonna waste hey, my man, time. I've heard a whole lot of mixed reviews on that, man. Some people say it's pretty pretty solid, and other people have been like, man, get this trash out of here. So uh, I'm gonna have to listen to it on my own to to to, to judge it for myself. Cause I've, been, I've like I said, I probably heard an equal amount of people that are rocking with it that are not. I'm just not gonna I'm just not gonna listen to it because I just, just I'm done with him. Yeah, um, he's he's finished. He's not even he's finished for me. But but so let me ask you this, man. He's finished so. and done. Finished, done. I'm, I'm he's out of here. <laughs> he's done. All right, man. So I, I, I seen this tweet and shout out to Fake Short Drive on Twitter. And uh, he had a tweet that he said with all these different albums that dropped on Halloween or Halloween weekend or something like that during the time. So, so give me your top out of these albums. Don't, 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 don't answer until I'm done. Yeah. All right, ASAP Rocky, Live Long ASAP, Abom JG, On Top of the World. Birdman, Lil Wayne, like father, like son. The dog pound, dog food. Jay Z, the dynasty, Outkast, Stakonia. What's your favorite one? Oh well, there's there's no question. What my favorite one is? That's gonna be Outkast, Stakonia. Period. Yeah. That 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 that's by by far by a large margin. That's my favorite one. Um, probably what you would not expect is that I would probably say a close number two for me is that ASAP Rocky. I, I really I really dig that album. Uh, the 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 Live Love ASAP album. That was a dope album. Yeah. That'd probably be number two for me. Yeah, maybe be Outkast and probably a tie between, I don't know, because some of these albums I really like, like the Dog Food album, and I love that album in middle school, and A-Bomb and JG, and then the Dynasty. So those those kind of, they have up and downs on me, because Dynasty was more of a compliment, it was like a Jay-Z album, but that's something I listened to not too long ago. But I'll catch number one. Man, just think stank on you, bro. Like it stank on you, man. That's what stank I said. No, I, yeah, I told you. No, no, I know man. that. I'm just saying all, all them all the songs. Man, that whole fucking album. And I'm not gonna it took me a while to get on Stank on you. But Humble oh, Mumble man. Humble Mumble's my favorite song on Stank on Humble Humble Mumble, Stank Love. Damn toilet tissue, damn red. I like I, I like gangster shit. shit. Yeah. Do you really want to know about yeah. the gangster? I like gasoline dream. Yeah, of course I like so fresh and so clean. Like that was my fucking theme song, yeah. man. Damn bombs over Batman. That whole oh, oh yeah, I'm about to listen to that for the rest of the damn day. Yeah, man. So we'll sit back to so that. So one oh, it's one thing I wanted to. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find it, man. It was, and this was a. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find something fast. I sent last week. I hope, damn, I might not be able to find. It. I think I might have erased it, man. But damn it, oh shit, I'll I'll, I'll find it next week, man. It, it was it'll it'll tie into the nasty boys. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, de- I, I, de- I definitely I definitely would would uh. Oh, damn, man, I'm mad. I can't find it now. Damn it, I thought I sent it to you, but I can't find it now. Anyway, 
But I'll, I'll, I'll Jack and Dap, nigga. Off Jack, the top rope. King, King, no, King Jack, King Jack and Dap, the nasty boys. <laughs> and the nasty boys manager, he's one of the type of dudes. Sometimes he'll jump in like Bobby Heenan and jump into the action too. He ain't this. He's not a he's not a passive aggressive manager. He'll jump in if oh, needed. Man. That nigga just ain't holding the boot, Mike. Nah, <laughs> nigga, like, uh, nigga said, nigga, you see the damn videos, mugs on the side because he nasty boy three then jumped in. Yeah, nasty boy. All right, man. You make that nigga sound like Mr. Fuji. Hey, it might, might be. You know, Heenan came in and fought, too. So, shout out to Heenan and Mr. Fuji, man, the Nasty Boys manager. All right, man. So, Bowtie, give us a moment, man, so we can close this episode on that, brother. Hey, man, this this is some, you know, coming to y'all, some positive word from from, from the Bowtie, from the Bowtie's wings. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, some, something that's going to, that you can say and let resonate with you. So, I'm in competition with no one. I run my own race. I have no desire to play the game of being better than anyone in any way, shape, or form. I just aim to improve, to to be better than I was before. That is me. I am free. And I'll make sure that this gets posted uh, as we post the episode and, you know, let you guys be able to go back and forth to it. I know it was a lot, but it's something that really resonated and allows you and promotes you to be the best you. Um, who, who cares about what the next person is doing, how much money they got, or, you know, whatever it is they may do, and they can be turning cartwheels and you can't. Who knows? Just be the best you and focus on being a better you every day. No doubt, no doubt. So like I said earlier, appreciate everybody being down with us from day one to the new listeners, everything else. The last episode trended really, really well. So, you know, appreciate y'all for, you know, showing a little. I know we've been kind of, we've been busy with work and sports and all that type of stuff with kids stuff, man. Axel was doing some coaching on Wednesday. So that was, that was fun, man, to be able to jump in and do that. But yeah, man, appreciate everybody, you know, holding us down, supporting us. We're going to get this episode posted, cut up and everything else. And y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy. We out. Peace.